What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Hello, my name is Sarah B, and this is my brother. Andy B, <laughs> a.k.a. Big Brother. <laughs> and welcome to our first uh, new episode with our new setup on the podcast, I Got Five on it. Yeah, we got some new audio equipment, some new video equipment. Also, uh, this is going to be the first video on our YouTube channel. Welcome, welcome. Um, this is a podcast where me and my brother go see movies on our bargain night at our local 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 <laughs> loco local theater local theater and every tuesday night it is a five dollar movie so we go see movies that we normally wouldn't want to spend the money to go see right we only want to spend five bucks yes. and see if they're even worth that much and um we saw a movie tonight what movie did we see eddie we saw venom and what <laughs> you have to say it that way it's it's he's an alternative character yeah, i guess we saw venom no but i'm just talking about myself though <laughs> no no we saw we saw venom marvel's latest superhero slash anti-hero movie and uh what was your initial feelings before <laughs> going to see this movie before going to see it um i actually was I like I try to maintain like optimism when we go see these movies and I try to stay keep an open mind and thinking that they're going to be fun and exciting. But like I was hearing so much bad. I was hearing so much shade thrown on this movie. Like people didn't want to go see it and they were kind of seeing it almost out of like obligation to the movie. But then when I saw it, it was good. Well, it wasn't great, but it was it was fun. So like I came in expecting the worst and i got something better than i expected out of it yeah i thought it was gonna be really bad i hoped it was gonna be really good and i ended up somewhere in the middle you know <laughs> i ended up where like um i came out of the movie feeling satisfied that it was better than i than i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be a huge disappointment but it was just a little bit of a disappointment it wasn't huge yeah i thought i i was coming in expecting it to be like straight whack like yeah. <laughs> I was like it was gonna be pretty bad all around but um yeah i came out of that movie thinking wow like this was much better than i thought it was gonna be yeah i definitely didn't have um i mean no never mind let's talk about some of the bad parts <laughs> now that i'm thinking about it i had some bad <laughs> now parts. we're giving too much too, too much, much credit to the movie Tom Hardy should have just been British in the movie. They should have just figured out a way to write that in because his American accent the whole time made him sound like he had a speech impediment and yeah. that he couldn't, yeah. like, he got hit in his head when he was younger or something like yes. that. Yes, yes, that's what exactly what I was thinking. It was, like, a little, like, he just wasn't, like, quite right there, like, as, like, a whole person. Yeah. Yeah, like, he got hit with, like, a, like, like you said, like, in the back of the head and was, like, Just now, a little off Like, a little now. off yeah. now, yeah. <laughs> Like, I was like, why is he playing, like, somebody that's kind of on the spectrum? Like, I didn't understand. It was weird. It was weird. I don't know if he... He must have had a coach who was like, you got it. Just go out there. No one will notice. He was making choices. Is that what you're yeah. saying? <laughs> no. Because the way he was walking, too, like, it wasn't quite right. Like, he was kind of always, like, lumbering. No, I wasn't like... saying he was making acting choices. <laughs> Where did you get that? <laughs> like, he, he was like, I think my character can't speak well. So... I'm yeah. gonna speak like this. No, I think he just couldn't do an American accent. Oh, okay, yeah. that's what you're saying. Like yeah. it was an inability, not yeah. like a choice. It was like, not a choice at all. Like okay. he just can't do an American accent. <laughs> yeah, he was having trouble with it. Like I don't know. Like he, that's a good point. Like we, he could easily have just used his regular 
voice because he didn't they didn't really relate his character back to spider-man and he's not the same age as peter parker in this universe he's a different person he lives in a different part of the country and they're just kind of like separate entities that they're gonna try to meld in like i know they're gonna do a crossover but he doesn't need to be american he could be english why not yeah and i had a problem with the fact that he still kind of looked like spider-man but there was none of the the aspect of yeah like venom Venom has like the white spider on him yeah yeah in the comic books and like every other thing we've seen of venom and i think that's because like in the comic books um the the symbiote originally bonded with spider-man and one of his costumes so he's kind of like a a black version of the spider-man costume but since they didn't go that route and they just kind of skipped over that whole thing then like they they didn't have any good reason to put it on there i guess what i was thinking that they were going to do is that i thought tom hardy character tom hardy's character was going to be a big fan of spider-man like he was going to have like pictures of spider-man oh like that so when he like took over his, his body, body like he, he would like, understand the affinity for spider-man and like emulate that yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, like that would have been really easy to do and they just that like, would have been a good idea no just, <laughs> <laughs> that would have tied in the whole like costume and it would have looked it would have looked right it would have looked how it's supposed to look that's what it, it would have been that way and then the producers and directors would be like no no we, we're not going that way <laughs> not that way at all that takes too much time all right so let's let's start with the beginning of this movie let's talk about this movie let's get into the meats of it the meats it has the multiple meats, meats not the meats just of the, it. we have the meats um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how does it begin i don't even remember well it begins with um a private space shuttle that's coming from a mysterious location in space crashing oh yeah yeah and that's where we introduce the the villain of the story. Is right. And this is the second movie in a row that we've done with a crashing spaceship at the beginning. It's a good way to capture the uh, audience attention. Wow. I'm just saying. It's a theme. <laughs> There's other themes that go with the other movie too. Anyway, yeah. So the spaceship, it, it crashes um, somewhere in Asia, right? Yeah, somewhere in Asia. And they recover one astronaut. And then they recover the specimens, the symbiotes mm-hmm. from that they've collected from wherever they were at. And one of the symbiotes takes control over one of the EMTs. Is that yes. what happens? Like in the in the ambulance, and then she busts out. Like this is the one thing I couldn't get. Like the cold open is um, this whole scene, and now now the EMT with the symbiote is is making its way back to the life foundation is that what they call it the science facility that the space shuttle came from because she had like one of the pieces of the astronaut suit that said like life foundation so mm-hmm. just like that symbiote knows where it's going but like it kept like switching bodies and i couldn't figure out why it was doing that like it switched from the emt then it switched to like the old lady because like it wasn't happy and like it kept on trying uh, yeah to or something like that or like it was like using them up or something yeah kind of but i knew but it wanted to get back to san francisco yeah i don't know why it needed to go back oh because it wanted the space shuttle yeah, it I wanted the it. space shuttle and it wanted to be with it. all the homies that's what got happened it. so we follow the emt to like a like a street market where it's eating f- where they're getting food right mm-hmm. and then she kills like a a street vendor for some reason she kills everybody 
Yeah, like she first kills a street vendor because he's all mad that she's eating at one of his eels. Mm. And then like some gangsters. Some gangsters like approach approach the symbiote that's in this EMT woman and then she just kills everybody except for the old lady. And then takes her body. Does. Uh what happened? I don't even know. And then, <laughs> that's the end of the cold open. They switched to like six months later, right? I think there was something else that happened in between that on the cold oh, open. Oh, yeah, there yeah. was. Yeah, they it go... didn't go straight from like that to like her walking down the road. Remember, it's like her with her leg broken. She heals up. It's, that's when the scene they show that it has super healing powers. Yes, they, they go then, through some of the powers that the symbiotes give the host. And then uh, it goes to someplace else and pops back. I don't remember. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter, I guess. Um, okay, so then what happens and, after that? And then we're introduced to um, Eddie Brock's character. He's, oh, yeah. He's woken up. He's in San Francisco. He's got the city shirt on. Yeah, this is not six months later then. This was happening at the same time. Yes, I think this was happening concurrent with the, the, the cold open of the story. Yes. It's revealed then that he has a super hot girlfriend played by Michelle Williams. Yes. Super hot lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> the, the song doesn't yes, go with it. <laughs> Like inside a supermodel scientist, <laughs> she's a super hot lawyer. No, it doesn't do it. Doesn't do it. Doesn't it. work. Doesn't work. So um, I didn't do it. Uh, Michelle Williams, who I haven't seen in forever for some reason. What happened to her? Where'd she go? I don't know. I love Michelle Williams. I don't even know where she started. That's my problem. Dawson's Creek. <laughs> oh, then I wasn't there. Dude, Sorry. Dawson's Creek is a great show. The Creek. <laughs> the creek i don't the think creek. it's ever no one ever referred to it as the creek but i've heard it referred to as the creek recently but it was in a show so i didn't know <laughs> it wasn't normally used as the creek um anyway so it was good to see her in a movie i didn't understand what was going on with her voice in the beginning of is it is that not her vo- regular voice like no it's not really her oh, regular okay, voice it was weird it was weird like she had some sort of like accent she was trying to put on well, if she did, it didn't stick because she didn't use it for the rest of the movie. And she looked like she was supposed to be dressed up as Nicole Kidman. Not that she was. Like, yeah. It wasn't that she looked like Nicole Kidman. It looked like she was supposed to be like dressed a Halloween up costume like of Nicole yeah. Kidman. <laughs> That's exactly how I liked her <laughs> in some reason. It was really strange. It was odd. Yeah. Um, and then so she's like, you got work to do and get your ass out of bed. Basically. Yeah. And he's like just laying in bed. Wearing a warrior shirt. Wearing the warrior shirt. Kind of on point there. Yes. That, that was we had a lot of B-roll of San Francisco and stuff like that. A lot of crane shots. <laughs> if you didn't know shots. it was San Francisco. You, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> so what else happened? Okay. And then we, they basically run down, like, they have a montage of Eddie Brock's, like, reporting abilities. Like, he's a news reporter. Yeah. It reveals that he has, like, a Investigative TV show. Investigative reporter. Yes. He has he's a like, TV show. He's, like, a big deal. Right. And then it, then he's assigned a job of interviewing the founder of the Life Foundation or some, the Science Life Foundation. Played by uh, Riz Ahmed. And uh, let me just tell you that they did not try to act like it wasn't based on oh, Elon Oh, yeah. Musk. Like it was like based on <laughs> Elon Musk for sure. Like they're like, who would be creepy and evil in real life? I'm really surprised like Elon Musk didn't even try to do it himself. Like he could have just done it for free. Like he loves to be like get that attention. Like he loves to be like one of those people that um that does crazy stuff or does does stuff like with movies to try to get attention to either his product or himself. And I'm really surprised he didn't even just do a cameo or something in the movie. Yeah, but not really. No, I, I just I don't, don't think they wanted him. 
No, I think it was like almost too made him to sound too evil because he actually is going to space. And I don't think it would have been good for his brand. Yeah, maybe. Because this character is like evil, evil, like sociopathic evil, like. Yeah, like mobster evil. Yeah, I don't know how many times I'm going to say like in that sentence. I just <laughs> I didn't say mobster like, I just said mobster evil. <laughs> Did you find like, okay, so like we introduced this character and he's like giving a tour of, um to like some students and did you did you notice like like there's a little girl that went to ask a question and then like her students were like like the other student her co-students were like shh, shh. and then yeah. she was like then he was like no like you have to ask questions like and he gave her like an inspirational thing and then she didn't get to ask her question oh i thought that when he was like and she's gonna answer your question i thought literally my thought at that point was like Oh, they're not going to say your question. I yeah. thought whatever question she was going to ask was going to reveal another part of the thing. Like, why? Yeah, exactly. Like, I thought like, it was if an gonna... alien got on the ship and we didn't know, how would we stop it? <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be Like something. some foreshadowing coming yeah, from like... I thought it was going to be that. <laughs> from the kid? The, the scientist was going to say something crazy like, we wouldn't know. Yeah. And then it was going to show the alien. <laughs> That's the way I thought Man, I you wanted to jump right into this one. <laughs> You thought I was just going to start right at the get go. I thought like we were going to get in there. <laughs> I thought we were going to get in there. Revealing right there the character played. Um, well, who was she played by? I've seen her in a million movies. Oh, Jenny Slate? Jenny Slate. Yeah. Is that her name? The the female scientist? Yeah. Yeah. That's, the, that's the actor's name? Yeah, her name's Jenny Slate. Yeah. Okay. So she was on Girls, right? She was? Yeah. She was on Girls. She played a hilarious character. I saw her one time at a restaurant and she knew the girl i was with and they made eye contact it was weird really yes but apparently she's really cool yeah jenny oh, Slade no. sounds pretty cool she was on parks and rec for a while she i, I love her, her. i wanted her to live but yeah. as soon as i saw her character I oh knew yeah she was gonna she, die. <laughs> i was like cannon fodder like i was like eddie brock can't have two girlfriends so this one's going down <laughs> but yeah um I don't know. I was excited. Yeah, Jenny to see Slates her. also does. Uh, she does a lot of voiceovers, and she was on SNL. So she was on SNL. Yeah, she was on SNL, and she got fired off SNL, I believe, or left SNL. How long was she on it? She must not have been on it for a long, long. I don't know how long she was on it. It is well, she's not on it anymore. So interesting. But she was a uh, um, she was a voice in Zootopia, mm. and the Secret Life of Pets. Because I didn't see Secret Life of Pets. But uh, Annie knows about my feelings about Zootopia, and we'll go into that oh, another yeah. day. <laughs> Anthropomorphic animals. I don't one like of your it. greatest fears. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, I have kids, so I end up seeing all those movies, including anthropomorphic animal movies. I Very just popular. don't get. I just, I just, it's just. I'm, I know. Anyway. Anyway, so we reveal her. <laughs> she she takes them away from the kids. Yeah. To prepare for an interview that Eddie Brock, the interview that Eddie Brock has been assigned to. And the night before, Eddie, um, there's, okay, so there's some foreshadowing now, not foreshadowing. So he goes and he tells his boss, like, I don't want to interview this guy. He's a bad dude. Right. And then he goes out and hangs out with this woman and she's like weirdly working on his defensive team. Yeah. Like I felt like somehow like the, he could have just easily gotten out of it by claiming like a conflict of interest because obviously his fiance was working on a case that was suing him. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. 
I don't know how they thought this wouldn't have been a problem. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was like, this is problematic just to begin with. But he does some snooping around her computer. So at the interview, he tries to. He tries to. Uh, what do you? It's like gotcha. Gotcha reporting or whatever. He tries to um, surprise um, Riz's character. About but first off, so he's hanging out with this lady and he goes on her computer. And yeah, that's when he finds out all like this crazy shit. Yeah. And then he goes to this interview and he tries to do like a whole like, hey, homie, I know all your secrets. Yes. Like, what about <laughs> this? What about the trials? What about the yeah, the the pharmaceuticals? Because he's also involved in pharmaceuticals that are killing people. Like all evil people. Like all <laughs> evil people in the movies and in real, real life. Real life. Are part of the pharmaceuticals. Yes. <laughs> um, so what happens after that? Well, then he gets fired. <laughs> oh, yeah, he gets, he gets kicked, fired. The interview ends. So he's they like, They boot him out. I'm going to go see my lady. So he goes and he goes. He gets fired by his boss. And then the next day, he's picking up his fiance from the office. And she's gotten fired. For some reason, she's wearing the weirdest, like, office outfit. No, I felt it was appropriate. It was definitely not appropriate. No. no. <laughs> like, it was like. Maybe appropriate uh, in like 1998, but it was like the strangest outfit to be wearing now. It was weird. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I thought it was all right. So anyway, yeah, she's like walking out of the box. Yeah, she's like, like I was really strange, like how he did not figure it out. She was fired. Like it yeah, was a very like, like she's mad at you. Yeah, she's it was like the trope that. of having like the that that fake wood grain like office box filled with like a plant and some pictures. And he's like, "What's wrong, babe?" <laughs> I'm like, like she's just got fired, obviously. Obviously, and yeah. like it doesn't take a sign, uh, a detective, a scientist. <laughs> it doesn't take it a takes detective. Takes a supermodel scientist. <laughs> doesn't take a detective to figure out, like, hey, the guy's gr- girlfriend works on our legal team, and somehow he knows about the lawsuits yes. going out. Like, she fucked up. She gave him information, so now she's fired. And like for some reason, he knows the password to his computer, which is like full trust. Yeah, you think she would have, like, a regular computer and, like, a work computer that he wouldn't be able to get into. Yeah, and I don't understand. Like, I understand she lost her job, but how can she blame him? Like, he's an investive, in, like, journalist. No, no, he, he fucked up. Like, he was not, like, she was totally justified in dumping his ass right then and there. Nope. I was, like, kind of on the side. I was, like, Dude, all on, that man. stuff is, like, confidential for the prosecution and, like is not meant for public eyes yet and he snuck in there and then tried to report it like on a very very public medium yeah he does yeah he she trusted him and he betrayed that trust and he deserved to be dumped faux show all right i mean i think people make mistakes we'll agree to disagree on that one (laughs) okay this is when they reveal that they're fiancés too like they did not like earlier did they something about like us getting married oh like yeah but i thought that was just like in passing like i didn't really understand that that was like a real like i did i was like oh so they're engaged (laughs) i didn't (laughs) okay so then what happened after that they <laughs> I don't remember anything. What happened? <laughs> Just tell keep telling me. No, um so then it flashes a six months forward. 
Oh yeah, he's just like a fucking loser. And now he's a loser. And he yeah. goes to like this shop that he like knows the lady who works there and yeah. like watches her get robbed and doesn't do anything. Doesn't even say like I'm sorry. Doesn't yes. say nothing. Well, like yeah, and then there's like this whole thing with an interaction with a like a homeless woman outside the shop, and we're revealing that like Eddie Brock's like a really like heart of gold character. But he's not. He's kind of like a coward because the whole scene of watching his friend get like robbed and he doesn't say sorry. Or, like, yeah. Help well, her. he has a heart of gold. Like he's really, you know, he gives that lady $20. Like he buys the free newspaper off of her and he's like really nice. He always goes in the same store. Just because he's not brave doesn't mean he doesn't have a heart of gold. He's not brave. He doesn't think about anyone else but himself. He saves his ass first. That's what it's saying. It's saying that he thought about himself with his girlfriend. It's saying that he thought about himself in the robbery. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, yeah. like, that's the you, thing. You pers- it didn't take much to persuade me on that one. <laughs> he's, like, he's like a selfish guy. He's like an asshole. Okay. Yeah, that's I like got that. Because, like, even when his boss was telling him, like, this is a big opportunity. Like, we need to do this for the, the network. Like, I need you to go do this interview with this guy. He's like, don't fuck it up like you did last time. He still oh. fucked it up. He didn't give a fuck about his boss. He said, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do. Yeah. But that one was, like, um, I understood where he was coming on that one. Because that one was, like, he was like, no, like, I'm not giving this guy publicity. Like, I know that he's he's a bad dude. Yeah. I think that was part of, like, his journalistic integrity part not the selfish part like he just because he like he justified doing betraying his fiance to get the story that was a selfish part but the story itself that was the right thing to do like he was holding up his like integrity that guy like really like put the guilt trip on him like hey like you got to do it for the company kind of thing and he's like no i want to do it for the people kind of thing i get that i get that i'm with you (laughs) so he he yeah he yeah you're right he doesn't stand up to anybody doesn't stand up for himself because the neighbor plays like a bunch of like loud music at one point and he like steps out in the hallway and he's just like like, like he has like this real angry face and i thought like i was like oh this is the part where we're gonna see like rage Mm -hmm. like out of his character like his human rage yeah and then he just goes in there and just covers his head with a pillow yeah, like he just lets everyone walk. You know, he's just, he's a loser. He's a loser. That's what he the is. He is a loser. Is. And then, like, it's not even, like, alluded to, like. So Jenny Slater then follows Jenny him. Jenny Slate. <laughs> Jenny Slate. Slater. Yeah, Jenny Slate finds him, like, like on his normal, like, crappy life because he can't find a job. Somehow he's still holding down an apartment. Don't figure out. He had to get a smaller apartment, though. It's like a new apartment. It wasn't the one in the beginning. Yeah, but he still has one. Yeah, you still need money for it. I mean, I'm sure he had a saving account. (laughs) (laughs) So she finds him and she reveals to him because she started feeling guilty that they started doing human experiments with the aliens that they brought back. Right. She's witnessed that they've the symbiotes that they did recover. They're trying to bond with humans and that the humans have been dying and they don't know what they're signing up for yeah and riz riz's character doesn't care and she's feeling guilty and she's going to the only person that she knows has nothing to lose by reporting this yeah someone like what's his face tom Hardy. eddie brock (laughs) someone like what's his face (laughs) just like that guy (laughs) in the movie excuse me anyway and so this is this is one of those things that i was like uh, i was thinking about it because this did happen in the predator movie 
is that the bad guy of the movie, the the antagonists, they understand that the earth is like on its way out. Yeah. Like this seems to be like knowledge that bad guys have. And like <laughs> then it's like completely ignored. Like so like like uh the symbiotes are like, oh like oh no, the bad guy is like Oh, like the Earth doesn't have much time to leave left, so we need these. Sim- we need to bond with these symbiotes so we can live in space. In space, yeah. And then in the Predator movie that we actually just saw too, like the whole idea was that the Earth is on its way out, and the Predators are going to come to like take the best of our genetic material and just wipe us out. And it's it was not like, really like an evil thing. It's more like a space thing. Yeah. Like if like, you're in another universe, it's like, like a legit understanding ask. that these evil fake characters have of our real life that like none of us care about, which is like really strange. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Did I bring it down too much? No, I was just like, I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a similarity that I, that I found between the two movies, like the yeah. Predator movie and this movie, both All movies had mostly. like space, and both had this whole idea that the Earth, like we polluted it too much, and we can't fix it, and then we need to either like people are either going to come and take advantage of us, or we need to take advantage of something to get out of here. Yeah, it's like all yeah. societies; they're all kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's like our theme of all like the new science fiction movies. I think it is. It's uh, that's what I'm saying. It's it's needed. Because otherwise, it's just not that interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, so, so like, so then he's like. He's like, oh. dip. Like, he tells Jenny Slate's character just the, the dip. He's not doing this stuff anymore. He yeah. doesn't do anything without the Life Foundation anymore. It ruined his life. And then he's thinking about it. Like, he has, like, the uh, the engagement ring. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought he was going to kill himself. Dude. Standing on top of a okay, bridge that's, in San Francisco. That's what I'm saying. And that bridge is known for suicides. Yes, exactly. The Golden Gate Bridge. If you stand there for a certain amount of time, somebody will stop to keep you from jumping off. That I thought bridge. that there was like also a helicopter flying by. When yeah, he was like I there. thought I some thought cops are gonna roll up on him. They're like, "Don't jump, no. man." Yeah, I thought that was gonna be like a joke that they were gonna say, but like it didn't happen. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to stop on that bridge that long, and people, especially at night, and people, people will call the cops because yeah. they're afraid you're gonna jump off that bridge. Because it happens all the time. So. It gets to him. He's thinking about all the good stuff he could have done or whatever. He's reflecting on his past and decides at that moment they call Jenny Slade's character back and he's she's like, No, like show me, tell me, like I know somebody, I will help you out. Bam. Bam. So Jenny Slate picks him up and sneaks him into the life foundation. The life foundation. And when he gets in there, they go through all the security stuff secretly. They don't have security cameras where she Yeah, walks. like I was wondering like they have Her stuff they have is to have super cameras. secret. No, not where she is. Did they say that? No. Oh. But I'm that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm assuming. So he gets snuck into there and like a security guard gets alerted so he's gonna go check it out and she's like, There's a bunch of aliens in there. Don't touch anything. Don't touch anything. <laughs> so of course Well, because the security guard comes. Like she hear they hear them coming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he hides in there in the in the alien rooms and he starts walking through and he's seeing all the windows. He starts really snoozing around. Like, oh, yeah. Really he brings like his camera out. No, no doubt. Taking, taking pictures. pictures. Because he's still an asshole. He's yes. not thinking about her. Sees a bunch of people like kind of locked in these cages. Bam. He runs into his bum friend from yes, earlier. The homeless lady <laughs> friend from inside from in front of the market. Who was selling the newspapers. And 
who he does not know but has been cursed has been bonded with one of the symbiotes yes and she starts going nuts and he tries to get her out and trips some crazy alarm and she like freaks out and then he like breaks open the glass right yeah and that's when he gets taken yes then she like because the symbiote has her control like he she grabs tom hardy's he grabs eddie brock and like then it becomes part of eddie brock and that's venom so he books it out of there right and then uh, i thought this scene was really good when like he's like jamming out of the life foundation you can see him kind of discovering that he has like yeah random like, powers. out of nowhere yeah. and he's kind of like really like baffled how he's like jumping like and cutting through fences and logs and why he's all point, super strong and fast at this point venom's not talking to him no he I doesn't think, know english yet probably i think you've heard venom maybe speak one or two words at this point but mm. no so he busts out of there. He makes it out. And he starts trying to head home. When he gets home, he just starts eating everything. Well, yeah, Venom's hungry. Yeah, so this is when it reveals that Venom is hungry. And he always yes. will be hungry. Yeah. And so he's going through the change, right? We're following him as he's going through the did change. Did you get why he like threw up that chicken? No, I think because he's still human. He can't eat certain chicken, but he can eat humans. Yeah, I th- I thought it was supposed to like be like kind of like oh like venom doesn't eat like cooked meat or something. It it yeah that is actually the thing. Is it? He doesn't eat cooked meat because there's raw a scene. Meat, right? There's a scene later when he's at the restaurant to go see Jenny and uh to tell him that he's like got infected by the thing. He takes a piece of a meat and he says, "Oh, it's cooked," and he spits it out. Oh, okay, I yeah. missed that part. Yeah, yeah. that yes. that happened. So he's getting all infected, and this is when. Uh, the freaking um hold on i got lost what's his face the evil guy starts sending all the security guys to go find him because jenny slate has given up his name oh yeah 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 the saber ass and it didn't work so they figured out jenny slate like got him in there obviously and she gave him up (laughs) she dropped the dime on him and so carlton sends like these like black op thugs that she has yeah they go chase he has to go chase him down and then they bust into his apartment he, he kills them all. And then Venom, this is when Venom starts talking to him a lot. Yeah. And this is when he eats his first head. And you realize, oh, Venom actually eats humans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like at the end of this car chase. Because like what happens is they bust in and like he, he kills a bunch of guys. He knocks them all out in his apartment. He jumps out the window, gets on his motorcycle. There's like this crazy car chase. And the car chase, parts of that car chase were actually pretty good, I thought. Yeah. And then at the end, like like the bad guys got him but like doesn't quite understand how venom's working with him and then he takes advantage of it, and then he like literally bites a guy's head off and that's when i turned to you and i was like did he just like eat that guy's head and you're like yeah i was like Ugh, sick <laughs> but we do know that venom eats brains so that's like part of his character yeah, so that wasn't that that's a classic part of venom's character that yeah. he likes to eat brains so yeah so i knew it was kind of coming i didn't think it was going to be that prevalent because then like like, he eats a few more people in the movie. Uh-huh. The symbiote, like, convinces a couple other, uh, either a host or something else to eat, eat some more people. hmm Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so then what else happened? So now he's running from him, and he he goes to find his ex-wife, I mean, ex-fiance. Right. And she's having dinner with her new boyfriend, who is 
a doctor. A doctor. And that's when he's, she's like, okay, this guy's fucking crazy. He's like, I'm going to take him to my lab and we're going to do some testing. So he's putting him through an MRI. And that's when you find out that vibrations and certain types of frequencies. The sonic frequencies from the MRI. Can kill venom and people like him. People right. like him, aliens. They like don't, him. The symbiotes don't like that. They don't like the noise. So, which is a classic part of the character too, the symbiote character. Yes. Okay. That's how originally. That's how they separate Spider-Man from the from the symbiote that we'll know as Venom when it bonds with Brock. Is that Reed Richards uses like I think a sonic gun Mm -hmm. to separate him from the symbiote in the comic Um, books. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, after that, what happens? After that, well, like, um, what happens is they, huh, um, whoa, um, what does happen? He leaves, right? No. Oh, no, they separate. Do they do, do yeah, they so separate she's like, Yeah, so he's do no. At that moment or no? No, not at that, because he has to come back. I forget what happens. I don't know why I'm having such a trouble. Me too. At, at some point, they do end up back at okay. the MRI machine. Yeah, because, okay, so he takes the MRI, and then the doctor's like, you're fine. Get out of here. Just, like, have a good night's sleep. And then he starts hearing more voices and stuff. Right. And then, like, through more testing, he understands that he needs to come back. Yeah. And then he does go back, and they and somehow then, separate. And then... Michelle she, Williams' character turns on the MRI, which because when he's she's driving him to the doctor. Oh, because he kills all those people at, at that place. Why was he at that place? Is that what happened? Yeah, and she walks in, and she's like, "Oh my God, you really, you got, you, you're really sick." And she's like, "We're going to the hospital now." Okay. Yeah. So let's let's back this up <laughs> a little bit. So he gets the he gets the MRI done. Well, he, they try to do the MRI. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. The doctor boyfriend says, oh, you have a parasite. Yeah. You need to go back and I'll prescribe you some stuff. And Eddie decides that he needs to finish the story and get the pictures that he took in the Life Foundation back to his boss. And him and Venom, using their new powers, climb up the side of the building and get into the office right Mm -hmm. then when he's leaving or then he leaves the phone and everything and then when he's leaving the life foundation thugs come and attack him and then he like busts them all up yeah he eats another one of them and then because he he didn't hang up the phone all the way when michelle williams character was calling him that she knew where he was at and went to and found him and was like whoa why were you like that giant <laughs> giant venom beast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she, so she was now. pretty nonplussed about it, too. And then she was like, we just need to go back to the hospital because you look pretty safe to take to a populated area. And we need to talk to my doctor boyfriend again. And that's when they get separated. And then that's when she the, uses the, the doctor's like, no, we need to take care of this right now. You're dying. And then venom won't. Venom tries to get in the way of them helping Tom Hardy's character, Eddie Brock. And then Michelle Williams turns on the MRI because on the way over, 
he has revealed to her that those sonic vibrations hurts them. And then that's when they're able to separate them. Yeah. And then they trap them in the MRI room with like these sliding doors that they have. And then, uh, and then the <laughs> what's his name? Tom Hardy. He he like decides to leave. He's like, fuck this. Yeah, I'm he's like, I'm I'm freaking out of here. Everybody, I'm dying either way, so I'm freaking out of here. And then the black ops dudes find him they and capture him. his ass and okay. they capture him. And uh, Venom follows him as for a little bit as a little dog. Yes, he Venom runs gets into, into the dog. And then the dog bumps into Michelle Williams. And, and they give each other like the face like, we oh, out of yeah, here. I understand what's in that dog. <laughs> we're, we're a team now. Let's go. Yes. Me and like the Shih Tzu are teaming up. So in between this time, um, uh, the Tesla guy, uh, Elon Musk's character. Yes, in this Carlton movie, Drake. <laughs> Carlton Drake is also gets in contact with a symbiont. Yes. Like in the while they're capturing him. He has one, he has a symbiote that is bonded with another, like one of these drug trial people, but the drug trial person's like dying. So for some reason he gets stuck alone with that person and that person, that symbiote transfers to him because the host is dying and mm-hmm. needs a new host and then is bonded now with Carlton Drake. And he's like hella into it. He's like, oh yeah, he's like super like yeah i'm good with this we're gonna this be is fucking exactly hell what i wanted <laughs> so 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 they're they're like a thing now so when he gets captured he's like and he's like smelling him he's like where is he he can tell that tom hardy doesn't have like the symbiont on him anymore he's like right. where'd you put it and he's like what are you talking about i don't care about you like he's acting yes. like very like I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to die anyway. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And then Drake decides to, like, well, just go take him out in the woods and shoot him. Yeah. Right. And when he's out there, Venom comes back and reveals that Michelle Williams' character put on, let's Venom. Has Venomized herself. Yeah. Yes. And that's actually a real character from the comic books. I did not know that. I did not know that until right now. Yes. It's called She Venom. Okay. Yes. So we get get Venom. We get She Venom (laughs) in the movie. And then they have like a weird. <laughs> they start making out to transfer yes, venom. Yes, like he starts making out with she venom, <laughs> and then it's like when like two people are making out and like transferring like the gum that they're chewing between yeah. each other, and but it's like on the outside, not, it's like when not inside give their each mouth. Other ecstasy, but it was venom. <laughs> yes. So venom is now back with tom hardy and she's mm-hmm. like what i want to come and he's like next time ho yeah. and he just dips so then what happens i don't even why i keep on saying that so then what happens? that's terrible happens. then what happens <laughs> all right so they dip <laughs> then what happens so stupid okay so i think what happens is that um because the last, you don't see the Venom, the full Venom transformation for like an hour. And then the movie's only like an hour and a half long. So at this point, Venom and Tom Hardy decide, hey, we got to go stop the space shuttle launch that Carlton Drake has decided to do. Because he's going to go back to wherever the symbiotes come from and bring like them all back to Earth so they can combine with humans and Eat take all. over the planet. Yeah. Because these symbiotes have revealed that their original plan 
was to come to Earth to test its viability and then go get the rest of their homies to take over the planet. Yes. Right. So, but, but in, Venom is like, doesn't want to do it. But Venom at this point is like, nah, I like you too much, Eddie. Like, I don't want this to happen. So, basically, he just loves Eddie. And yeah. He's like, you know how much it's trouble a quick we can turn get into? because, like, there's a bunch of conversations where, like, he's like, oh, you guys aren't going to live that long because we're going to come and, like, eat you all. Yeah. And, and then, like, say a lot of things like, well, you you know, end of days we'll see is how coming. long you, he, he was like, do I get the, he's like, if you hang out with me, you might live. Yeah. You or might live. Or you'll live longer, at least. Yeah. But then it turns out he's like, yeah, I like Yeti, so I'm not going to kill you. And, and he I'm turns the broski out fast. He's like, real oh, fast. I, I love you, Eddie. Like, just yeah. see what he said. To him. And then, like, Venom, like, got a grasp on, like, lingo and nuances of our language, like, super quick. Like <laughs> He's like a hip kind of guy because yeah, he's he a loser a, back yes, on his planet. Venom is a loser back on his planet. And he fucking just kills it over here. Which I was just like, what? <laughs> It doesn't make any sense also because the other guy's alien knew who he was. So he can't be that much of a loser. Yeah. I think they were part of a scouting force that originally got captured purposely to be brought back, back to, to this planet. Yeah. Yes. So it was a, a little bit of interesting that he called himself a loser. Yeah. That was really strange. I was like, that was really off-putting. I was yeah. Like, I was like, what? Okay. So um, then, then we have like a Venom fight. Like a Venom on venom fight yeah a symbiote on symbiote fight like a huge like monster brawl which if you ever saw like the first um a uh, hulk movie that marvel did yeah it, it, feel, it like felt that. like the like the end when he was fighting the kind of the other monster mm -hmm. and like I, it was just like i couldn't really figure out what was going on and they were kind of fighting but they were kind of like mushing into together. each other and then like the humans were fighting too and then at one point they become one yeah like the the stronger symbiote takes over venom and eddie brock like everybody yeah but, like somehow um, they get out of it again like michelle williams's characters in like now like the control center of the space shuttle place and like somehow turns up supersonic frequencies on the speakers and she messes plays them music up. Something like that. <laughs> again, she just uses that the entire time. She's like, I know what your weakness is. Right. I'm going to use it again. <laughs> That's all she does the whole time is just put frequencies on. Right. She just, she's like a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she is for the it's, entire movie. She knows how to operate like all these systems, which I was like, how did you know how to turn on the MRI? She's a lawyer. She yeah. knows how to do a lot of things. <laughs> so she uh, turns it on and uh, he gets taken out and... Tom Hardy character just casually kills what's his name. Like he's hanging on the edge and he just fucking kicks him off. He's like, all right, well, you're going to die today. Right. But he doesn't really because he gets picked up by his costume again. Right. Right. Like, so the symbiotes are separated and Tom Hardy kicks like Carlton off this pier and goes, you're too much trouble. But he doesn't know that he's rebonded back with his symbiote. And then they jump, they jump back on the platform and they stab Eddie Brock, who doesn't have Venom with him anymore, mm -hmm. and then jump up and climb into the space shuttle that's being launched into space to go get the other symbiotes. And then a dying Eddie Brock gets rebonded with Venom, and then Venom takes this spear thing and then blows up the spaceship and kills oh. Carlton and the other Venom. When you say it, it doesn't sound as cool as it looks. No. But it was it's, pretty cool. It's really hard to run down there. Yeah. 
because that's basically the end of the movie and then like venom goes like because they revealed that venom has a vulnerability to high frequencies and, and fire. fire yeah and so it's a blowing up spaceship and then he venom makes himself, himself into a parachute to kind of help eddie brock but then like burns up at the same time and goes sacrifices himself goes, for eddie i love you eddie yeah again he's like eddie i love you i love you <laughs> bye <laughs> it was nice knowing you eddie but then, so that's basically the end of the movie. And then uh, Eddie Broth and his lady, well, his ex-lady are like chilling out in front of her house where her boyfriend's inside, probably ironing his pants. <laughs> and she, That like, guy gets his stuff pressed, okay? He's yeah. like at the laundromat. He doesn't iron his own pants. She's like, yo, I'm sorry about Venom. Like, I hope he's like. You know he was your homie. He knows he was like the realest one for you. And like, <laughs> you have like no other friends. And he's like, well, I might get a job with Time Magazine. And she's like, for sure. Was that what it did they say Time magazine? Yeah. Oh I did not. And then he's like she's like, you know how oh, he's like, wait a minute, remember how we like macked out? She's yeah. like They're like, What about that kiss? Yeah. And she was like, No, nah, it was just Venom hooking you up. Yeah, like she was like, I don't know. I was like, I got caught up in the moment basically. And he's like, Okay. And then they have like sex innuendo and I was yeah. like, uh, It was weird. And then I was like, she was like don't tell my boyfriend about this. Right. And then I was like, damn, tell him hard. Like, you're already in. You don't even need to do anything more. Like, yeah. a girl tells you, don't tell my boyfriend about this. Venom, you already won. <laughs> and then Venom has that, like, that, like, because he's Venom's talking to him, like, in his head and has that, like, rah, rah, rah voice. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry, Eddie. She knows she's meant for us. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. And I was like, this is such weird bro talk. <laughs> We're going to get her back. She knows we are meant to be together. And I was like, what? So, so yeah. So then he walks away. That's the end of the movie. Somehow his venom was still alive. They don't reveal how. Yeah, they don't reveal. I thought they were going to reveal that like, like there was like a small piece of him stuck in on him or something that regrew. But they were just like, no, he's alive still. (laughs) He's alive. That's just it. It would have been a bummer if he was dead, right? (laughs) No, he's okay. So, okay. So, let's get to the final thoughts of this movie. Would you go pay the five bucks to go see it again? I wouldn't pay the five bucks to go see it again, but I'm happy I spent the five bucks to go see it this time. You know what? I liked it. I'm not a big fan of the Marvel movies. The only ones I like are the Ant-Man movies and the Captain America movies. All the other ones, I'm like, whatever. I don't like the Pass. Movie. I'm like, uh. I'm not me. I go see them all. <laughs> I'm like, whatevs. But... I thoroughly, I'd like this movie. Maybe because I'm a sucker for Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams. They're like two of my favorite actors, but. You know what? what was, for me, this movie could have been like a legit mess. It could have been all over the place. It could have not made any sense at all. Mm-hmm. But it made enough comic book sense to keep me to keep me involved in the story. Yeah. And then it was, they, they shortened it and they made it tight. They didn't string it out too long. And then it made me feel like. Uh, like when i was about time when i was feeling ready to leave the end of the movie and it, it doesn't have good ratings on run and tomato it gets 30 percent, but then right. on imbd it has a 7.1 um it is it was the budget of a hundred million dollars that's oh, it that's a lot of money i guess it's a lot of money but yeah um i guess it's mixed feelings it board. makes feelings are all around the board I thought I thought it was okay. I thought it was worthy of uh, a bargain night at the movies. Dude, I would definitely give it like a a sixty percent. Yeah, I would. I'd give like in yeah somewhere between fifties uh, and the mid sixties. 
Yeah, I I'm fine good. with that. I was happy with it. Yeah, I mean, it's better than most of these uh, super CG character movies. It was better like than the last few Transformers movies. It was, you know, it was it was just as good as the Meg or better than the Meg. No, definitely. Yeah, it was way better than the Meg. Like yeah. way better than the Meg. <laughs> the Meg was really fucking. The, the Meg, Meg was, was bad. The, okay, the Meg was bad, but like the Meg had potential in a way that this movie didn't. Like it could have gone like more campy. And then that would have really pushed the Meg over. But I think this movie stayed right in the comic book realm and it stayed, it stayed pretty good. Are we going to talk about the post credit scenes? Yeah, I guess we can. Or not. There's there's a couple of post credits. Yeah, what, 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 what about them? We'll talk about them. What do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, just the one because like Eddie's now an investigator. Yeah. And then he goes. Um, so the first post credit scene is that. Um, uh, like a deranged type serial killer or somebody has requested that Eddie give him an interview. And we find out that it's the character that later will become carnage, which is not really revealing before it started. Eddie was like, this is going to be a carnage. Well, yeah. Like you have, when you introduce venom, you have, that's the logical step is now to introduce carnage. Yeah. Are you excited about that? Do you want this? I would, I wouldn't mind a maximum carnage movie. Okay. Like where where Venom and Spider Man team up. Like this is the the transition from Venom from the villain to the antihero mm. to team up with Spider Man and kind of take down Carnage, which is this whole other creature because he doesn't have the the inhibitions that humans have because he's a deranged killer to to um kind of hold back the symbiote from like really like taking advantage of that full emotional spectrum that a regular human has. So he's just like a crazy killer and he's like a kind of like this ultimate symbiote villain. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Basically. I'm excited about the potential (laughs) of it. The second one was just a clip of the new uh, Spider-Man movie. Oh yeah. It was like an extended scene of the uh, Spider-Verse movie, which was kind of cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see that movie. Yeah. It looks good. I'm excited to see that movie too. All right, Andy. All right. We good? We are good. Well, thank you, everybody who came out and listened. Came out. Came out. Thank <laughs> you for taking our podcast wherever you are and playing it on your speakerphone for whoever you're working with. <laughs> you can listen to it on your headphones. <laughs> no, speakerphone. We <laughs> need more listens. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for taking a listen to our podcast. Excuses for being silly tonight. My name again is Sarah Bravo. And I'm Andy B, a.k.a. Big Brother. And you're listening to the I Got Five on It podcast. Yes. Uh, don't forget to email us at our email. I got five on it at bravopodcaststudios.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at I Got Five on It podcast. You're listening to us probably now either on iTunes or Spotify. You can yes. find us on Spot- uh, not Rate Spotify. Rate and review us on both those platforms, Not please. Spotify. No, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Soon so, uh, Spotify, but SoundCloud currently. SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, you can find us at soundcloud.com slash I got five on it podcast. Um, leave us some comments. Let us know what you're listening to and what, what if you like what you're listening to. Not just in general what you're listening to, but yes. if you're listening to us. And tell us what you think and tell us your thoughts on Venom. Did you like it? Did you think it was cool? Did you kind of think it was whatever? Tell me. Because I know people have very strong feelings about it. Yeah, and if we missed anything, let us know too. Yeah, tell us where we messed up. 
<laughs> all right guys well i hope you have a great day or a great night i hope you tell someone today that you love them <laughs> yes tell them that you love them tell them that you love them and i hope you have a a wonderful time and day thank you guys. good night <laughs> good night <laughs>